Lecture topic: Treasures of Tazkia. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-ladin astafa. Amma baadu fa'uzu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. وَمَن يَأْتِهِ مُجْرِمًا فَإِنَّ لَهُ نَارَ جَهَنَّمَ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَا وَمَن يَأْتِهِ مُؤْمِنًا قَدْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحَاتِ فَأُولَئِكَ لَهُمُ الدَّرَجَاتُ الْعُلَى وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ اتَّقِ الْبَحَارَ تَكُنْ أَعْبَدَ النَّاسِ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected on my kiram brothers and elders once a very great personality rasulullah ashraf ali tanwi rahmatullah alayhi he was once traveling somewhere so he had gone to some place and he was now returning so he boarded a train at a station to come back home so for example now he had gone to johannesburg so now from johannesburg he boarded the state the train to come back to durban so he is fully aware that this train is now <coughs> heading to durban on the same train another person boarded with him who he wasn't familiar with but now they ended up sitting in the same coach so they got to speak to each other and got to know each other and then in that conversation the person asked tanwi rahmatullah alayhi where are you headed to so he said i am headed to durban for example so he said he asked him where are you going to he says no i am heading to cape town So now they're in the same train. The train is going in one direction, and Hazrat is aware the direction that he's going in because he's double-checked everything. He boarded the train that he needed to board. And now in this conversation, when this discussion came up, this person says, "I'm going to Cape Town, for example." That was his di- his direction. Now he realized that he by mistake boarded the wrong train. So now the train is heading towards Durban, but his destination is Cape Town. So as it's getting closer to Durban, he's getting further away from his destination. So he's saying that in that time now, from the time that he got to realize that he is in the wrong train. So now the train is still the same, the same coach, the same facilities are in it, the same things that were. available to him was available to the other person he was traveling very calmly very contentedly because as he is getting closer to home he is feeling even more comfortable more at ease because he is getting closer to home now when a person is on a long journey and as he gets closer to home he starts feeling a little bit more enthusiastic more energetic So that's the effect of getting closer to home. But he says this person, as the minutes passed, everything was still very comfortable in that coach. 
were being offered to eat some things, but this person's restlessness was just increasing. He says, I learnt a very big lesson in this. And this is, mashallah, the way that the Ahlullah always, they teach us from things that we just take for granted, they take lessons from it. Things that we just look and pass, they take lessons from it. So he took a lesson from this, and he said, this taught me a very big lesson. And the lesson is, that if a person is headed home, as he gets closer to home, he will get more comfortable, more content. He'll feel the happiness within himself. And if he's getting away from home, he's wanting to go home, but he's heading in the opposite direction, he'll keep getting more restless. Now what is the home of the mu'min? Where did this mu'min come from? And where is his direction supposed to be? Where is his home? His home is Jannat. So if he's on the path to Jannat, he's getting closer to Jannat. As he takes every step closer to Jannat, he'll get that connection to Jannat in his heart. And that will bring that inner peace regardless of what the situation might be around him. And being insan, he also will be affected by things around him. But his heart will still be attached to Allah Ta'ala. And he'll be feeling more and more happy and contented as he goes along. Until he finally, with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, reaches his destination of Jannat. And on the other side, the person who, his destination is Jannat, but he's heading towards Jahannam. Involving himself in all kinds of sin, vice trying to appease himself by getting involved in all kinds of evil and thinking that this will make him happy. But the more he gets closer to Jahannam, <coughs> every further step he takes in that direction, the more his restlessness will increase. And now each time that he goes a further step towards Jahannam, away from his destination of Jannah, as this restlessness will increase, he'll be trying to appease himself and trying to pacify himself and trying to make himself amused with things that are even further sinful, just increasing that restlessness. So a person can then be in the lap of luxury, but there won't be any peace. And he can be having everything that money can buy, but he'll still be finding a void within himself, which he doesn't know how to fill it, because what he's trying to fill it with, that's never going to fill it. Because everything has certain, something Allah has made for its nourishment. The nourishment of the eye, is what Allah has made for it, it sees, if the eye is constantly closed, it's going to become very difficult. It needs to see what's around, and whatever Allah has made permissible for it to see. If the tongue the person never speaks days on end become a very, very difficult thing to even start speaking sometime maybe. Months on end pass and he was totally left alone. The tongue, it expresses itself, then it, that's its nourishment. And likewise, the stomach is nourishment, is food. The nourishment of the heart is nothing but the remembrance of Allah wa ta'ala and connecting itself to Allah ta'ala that with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala do the hearts get that peace. It's not available anywhere else. 
only where Allah has placed it. So that is where we have to search for it and we have to get closer to our destination. Our destination of Jannat. If we get onto the path of that destination, then inshallah that restlessness will be gone. The challenges of dunya are with everybody, but the heart won't be overwhelmed. So in any case, to help us to understand our destination, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, to guide us to our destination, Allah ta'ala revealed the Qur'an Sharif to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And he passed it on to the ummah. And with his guidance and the hadith sharif, the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa this is the path to Jannat. This is what's going to take us to our destination. And in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned numerous incidents of the Anbiya Salam to make us understand various fundamental aspects of what is going to take us towards our destination. In the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited, which is in Surah Al-Taha, Allah Ta'ala mentions the incident when Musa والسلام, was challenged by the magicians of Fir'aun. It's a lengthy incident. Many places in the Quran Sharif this incident is mentioned. <coughs> Musa والسلام, was sent by Allah wa ta'ala, to go and give Fir'aun the da'wah and invite him towards the oneness of Allah ta'ala, and to give up his false claim to divinity. Ana rabbukumul a'la that was the height of his arrogance and pride. But in any case, Fir'aun rejected the da'wah and the invitation. Musa wasalam, even displayed the mu'jizah, the miracle Allah Ta'ala blessed him with. That, that staff and stick that Allah Ta'ala commanded him to throw onto the floor, turned into a serpent. And then grab it again, it turns into a stick again. So he displayed this mu'jizah. When a person gets deeper and deeper into sin and vice, then what happens is the heart gets sealed. And when the heart gets sealed, then no matter how glaring something is, it's totally glaring, but he won't be able to still see the truth in it. Something that is very straightforward, the right thing to do at that moment, but if the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala is lost because of what a person gets himself involved in, then it's so simple, so straightforward that this is the correct thing to do at this time. This is the right procedure to adopt. This is the better thing to do. But his mind will only work in opposite direction. This is as a result of the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala being taken away due to how a person has conducted himself. Then he can't see what's right and wrong. So this became Firon's situation also. Despite all Allah Ta'ala's signs and repeated signs, but just ignored everything. So eventually that seal came. Now such a glaring mojiza, but he now turned this to something else. It was all magic. It's all just magic. We've got many magicians around. They'll defeat him at his own game. So all these magicians were now told to come and challenge Musa in any case, they all come on their appointed time. Musa salam says to them that, fine, you do what you have to do. So they had some strings in their hands. Everybody threw those strings in the ground. And they made it appear to the people. In reality, it was nothing. It was still the 
but mesmerism, whatever. They made it appear to people as if it was little snakes running around. Allah Ta'ala commanded Musa salam to throw his staff on the ground, it turned into this huge serpent, and it swallowed everything. Now the magicians realized, they knew what they are up to, they are just fooling people. They realized this got nothing to do with what we are doing. This is something way beyond us. This can only be what he is claiming it to be. This is a mojiza. This is by the power of Allah Ta'ala alone. So they came to challenge the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. But Allah Ta'ala turned their hearts in one tafsir it is mentioned that Musa salam asked Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah these people came to challenge your Nabi. Allah blessed them with hidayat. Allah Ta'ala replied that oh Musa they emulated your appearance. They wanted to make a mockery of him. So they came dressed like how he was dressed. But this outer appearance Allah Ta'ala liked it. That they were emulating Allah's Nabi. Allah Ta'ala said, on that emulation I blessed them with Iman. But now this point that we need to now understand, that they accepted Iman on the spot. And they rejected Firaun. Now Firaun started with all his threats. That I will do this to you and do that to you and chop your hands and feet and I will hang you. This is the same cycle that's carrying on up to this day and time. That when sometimes a person is trying to move forward in deen, then there will be some threats, sometimes some very, very close quarters, will do this and do that and throw you out and cut you off and what not. All these kinds of ajib things happen. But these people were very, very steadfast now. now imagine the situation, they've just accepted Iman. They are still on the place where they have accepted Iman. In that very time still. But in this one brief moment, Allah Ta'ala transformed them into such great awliya of the time. And their iman and yaqeen is of such a level already, that it is beyond our comprehension. In this moment now, they are explaining to Fir'aun, you can do what you want to do. إِنَّمَا تَقْضِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةَ dunya. You are saying you'll do this and you'll do that and you'll hang us, you'll cut our hands and feet. At the most, what can you do? You have some little limited power over us in this moment in time, in our worldly life. But once we pass away, what are you going to do? Once Allah Ta'ala blesses us with shahadat, then what are you going to do? And if we reject Nauzubillah, Allah Ta'ala's command, and we obey you, Allah has control over us in dunya and akhirat. So where are we going to escape from the wrath of Allah Ta'ala? You have a very limited space that you can maneuver in. So you can do what you wish. إِنَّمَا تَقْدِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا إِنَّا آمَنَّا بِرَبِّنَا لِيَغْفِرَ لَنَا خَطَايَانَا وَمَا أَكْرَهْتَنَا عَلِيهِ مِنَ الشِّحْرِ فَاللَّهُ خَيْرُ وَأَبْقَى We now are having full hope in the mercy of our Rabb who will forgive us all our sins. And all this that you forced us to get involved in this black magic and in the shihr, jadu, we were forced into all this by you. Inshallah we have hope Allah will forgive us, we have repented. Now they are giving him the da'wat. إِنَّهُ مَيَّأْتِ رَبَّهُ مُجْرِمًا فَإِنَّ لَهُ جَهَنَّمُ 
The one who will come as a criminal to his Rabb. Allah gave him all the opportunities in dunya to turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity, to come closer to Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala was there to provide everything for him. But he rejected Allah Ta'ala or rejected the commands of Allah Ta'ala or refused to follow Allah Ta'ala's commands. So when the person is going to come in this way, then he's going to head towards Jahannam. That's his destination about. But the person who يَأْتِهِ مُؤْمِنًا قَدْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحَاتِ The one who comes as a mu'min, قَدْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحَاتِ And he has engaged in righteous actions. Iman and amal salihat Throughout the Quran Sharif, you'll find Iman coupled with amal salihat That this is the path to direct entry to Jannah. Iman is the foundation, obviously. But Aman Saliha is the vehicle that will take a person directly to that destination. For them are the lofty abodes of Jannah. These gardens of Jannah beneath which rivers flow. And then Allah Ta'ala says, now this is all what the magicians who have just accepted Iman. But the effect of the company of Musa in that moment in time transformed them in such great personalities that these very deep realities just is flowing from them. The barakat of being in that company of Musa with Iman in that short while. That they are now giving this da'wah to Fir'aun, that all this but is for who? Allah Ta'ala is preserving this verse in the Quran Sharif, وَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ Who is going to be able to get this? He'll get to that point where he will bring his iman to that level. He will be able to fulfill the amal saliha as required. And as a result of which he will get all these great bounties of Jannah directly this is the compensation of the one who has purified himself. The one who has made his tazkiyah. The one who has made his islah. The islah, what islah, is generally taken from the hadith sharif when Nabi Islam says that in the body is an organ. إِذَا saluhal jasadu kullu. وَإِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّ عَلَىٰ وَهِيَ الْقَلْبِ That there is an organ in the body, إِذَا صَلُحَدْ Islah comes from the same point. When it is rectified, when Islah of it is made, then the whole body will be, Islah will be made. And if that is corrupted, the whole body will be corrupted. It all stems from the heart. So it's the tazkiyah of the heart, فَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ تَزَكَّى This is the compensation of the one who has made his tazkiyah. What is this tazkiyah all about? This islah all about? We keep hearing this repeatedly. But what is this all about? The essence of this is the acquisition of sifat. Of attributes, of qualities. It is not in essence the attribute of or the acquisition of action. Rather the attribute the acquisition of attributes, acquiring attributes, qualities. 
and cleansing oneself from qualities. And this is so important that without these qualities that require, that are necessary to be in the person, then even his good actions will become bad. Even his good actions will become bad. How can the good actions become bad? person is performing Salah, MashaAllah, what a beautiful Salah. Wonderful recitation of the Quran Sharif, lengthy ruku, beautiful sajda, and such a Salah that is really admired. So what a great Amal Salah is. And that the quality with which he is performing it. But, that Salah is being done with Riyah. Because Ikhlas, the quality of Ikhlas, by means of Tazkiyah which was supposed to be acquired, that ikhlas wasn't acquired. As a result now, this became an opportunity to show off something. So that good action became not just bad, it became so bad, that a person who does things for the purpose of show, and without, gave his life also for the purpose of name and fame, he'll be thrown first into Jahannam. Such a great good action, became a means of such a great disaster. Why? Because that inner qualities were not acquired. So sometimes we deceive ourselves. We deceive ourselves that we are doing things. Indeed, whatever good is happening, Allah Ta'ala accept it, Allah Ta'ala increase it. But that is not just the basis to try and make ourselves feel good. What is really required is to search within. Obviously that Salah has to be performed. There is no question about missing Salah or not fasting in the month of Ramadan or not discharging the Zakat correctly. All the other obligations of Deen and besides the obligations doing more Amal. But Amil al-Salihat, all this is required. But the thing to really search for is inside. Otherwise as just described now, if that inside is not right, that Salah will become a problem. That charity will become a problem. The knowledge of deen will become a, a means of a disaster. And all the other apparently good actions, but because of corrupted intentions, Allah forbid will take a person towards Jahannam. And because of qualities within that should not be there, but the taskiyah wasn't made, so that was not re- removed. No effort was made to cleanse the heart of it. Venting anger that is not within the limits of Sharia, what, what is required. One is now with the law of Allah Ta'ala has been transgressed. But wait for the nafs now to vent the anger. That is something that is not a quality that should be there. There should be that control, that ability to tolerate, to adopt sabr. Now that is missing. Now when that is missing, what's going to happen? A person is going to now transgress in so many things. Because of that anger, uncontrolled anger, now mashallah is doing a lot of good amal, but now because of that anger he is swearing also somebody. Because of the anger he is committing zulm in some other way. So what happened? All those good actions got dished out to somebody else. What was the end result, what he got left with? He got left with other people's sins. Because his good actions all got exhausted, not enough to sort out all the zulm that he committed. 
So now he gets left with other people's sins. ثُمَّ يُتْرَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ Nabi Salaam says, then their sins are thrown onto him. ثُمَّ يُتْرَهُ فِي النَّارِ And then he'll be thrown in Jahannam with other people's sins. Why? Because that effort that was to be made on the heart to bring in the right qualities and remove the evil qualities that had been happened. So now the Na'udhubillah, good actions became bad also because of corrupted intentions. And the good actions that were done correctly with the right intentions too got lost. Why? Because of bad character. Because of poor akhlaq. And because that those qualities now were not yet cleansed. So now uncontrolled lust. So now he's looking at haram. Behind closed doors he's doing all kinds of ajib things. And thinking nobody is watching. And watching all kinds of filth, all kinds of evil. Going to places of sin and vice. Now what happened? That heart wasn't cleansed. Namaz time the person was there, mashallah. And he even was conscious about eating haram, eating halal and not eating haram. Where? But Allah forbid, he still went to the haram place. But Somebody mentioned this. Many people unfortunately are going to some place. They say that there's a, their story is that no, there's a halal food outlet there. But then side by side indulging in the gambling too. So now, the consciousness of halal, to eat halal, mashallah, that's very very important and fundamental. But just as it is important to be conscious of consuming halal in terms of food, the consumption of halal through the eyes and not consuming any haram through the eyes. Because the eyes to consume, what it looks at is consuming. So just as not consuming haram into the belly is very important, fundamental, we also should not consume haram through our eyes. Let's not consume haram through our ears. But now that earphone is stuck right in there so that haram goes directly in without anything interrupting it in between. And a person falls asleep like that with that music blaring in his ears directly. Allah forbid, Allah forbid, moth comes in that manner. How often it has happened somebody was driving somewhere and there was an accident the person passed away. How many a person has a habit of playing music in that vehicle? What guarantee we got moth is not going to come in that vehicle? in that particular journey before we reach whichever destination and that is how we are going to meet Allah Ta'ala what guarantee we got that at that time while using that device moth won't come and if moth comes in that moment so Allah Ta'ala says all this now these are the high lofty abodes of Jannah and those gardens beneath which rivers flow Allah Ta'ala says, وَذَٰلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ تَزَكَّى This is the compensation of the one who has made his tazkiyah. When the person has acquired the tazkiyah, what happens? The first thing that will come alive is his iman and yaqeen. And it is this yaqeen that is the driver towards everything. No person has aspired and moved towards jannat without yaqeen. No person has run away from things that will take towards Jahannam without Yaqeen. If a person is seeking Jannat, he'll seek it to the extent of his Yaqeen. And if he's fleeing away from Jahannam, it will be to the extent of his Yaqeen. But if the Yaqeen is very weak, 
then you don't even be able to wake him up for for salah. Because only the yaqeen that will take him towards salah. And if the yaqeen is very high, with the fazal of Allah Ta'ala, comparatively higher, then forget, or let alone fajr salah, it will wake him up from before that also, inshallah. And it will make him take the opportunity, if he has of the time, he's available, he'll make the ishraq as well. And he'll look for the opportunity of salatul duha and salatul awwabin. Why? Yaqeen. If somebody has offered someone a job, look, I have this very, very short time, one month only, but I'm prepared to pay 10,000 rand a day. Not anything, break rocks or anything too. 10,000 rand a day. But just hours will be a bit long. If you ask me to work 24 hours, too, I'm ready. 10,000 rand a day, one month, no problem. We'll make a, somehow we'll make do. What is going to make him? He has trust in that person's word. This person, no, I understand him, I know him. So we have trust in people. What about the trust in Allah Taala? Allah Taala is asdaqul qailin. Allah Taala never goes against His promise. People sometimes mean well, but at the time of delivery, they are helpless. They can't do it. Something happened. Something went haywire. So in any case, that yaqeen comes alive. Then that yaqeen will be able will take a person to do what is right. That yaqeen will help him to make sabr. Because he understands, this is not gone in vain. That yaqeen will make him humble himself. Because he knows that Allah Ta'ala loves that humility. Allah Ta'ala doesn't love the pride. So to the extent of that yaqeen, when it will come? When the tazkiyah has been made. When will that humility come and that pride go? When the tazkiyah has happened. Otherwise, very difficult. وَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ now this tazkiyah is not just something that happens by wishful thinking, just by dreaming something. It's an effort. A person, as a child is growing up, he has to learn how to perform salah. There's so many things that are taught to him and so much time is spent on it and so much of practice is made. And after repeated practicing and then over time he now, mashallah, perfects that salah. So salah is learned. And likewise, so many other aspects are taught and practiced. So all the external amal as well, it requires learning, it requires practicing. And then over time, mashallah, a person learns it and he can do it correctly. So this is the external things which are comparatively easier. What about the heart? Inculcating qualities in the heart requires effort as well. And cleansing the heart out of the evil qualities, that requires an effort as well. And previously people used to put themselves to tremendous amount of effort in order to acquire this. It requires an effort. It's not just something that happens just by the way. And those who made the effort, then we see how their lives transformed and where Allah Ta'ala took them, what kind of great work they produced, what kind of uh, qualities they displayed this all was as a result of that tazkiyah then a person becomes an insan the most important thing is first to become insan because whatever else is going to build up is going to build up on that platform of being insan otherwise the person will do many things but he'll have still not even the humanity in him he'll be losing everything on the way It is 
The tazkiyah that is fundamentally, repeatedly in the Qur'an Sharif, you'll find this aspect of tazkiyah, which is among the functions of nubuwat. لَقَدْ بَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ Allah Ta'ala mentions this as one of the fundamental responsibilities of Nubuwad that Nabi Sallallahu made the tazkiyah of the Sahaba Ikram. This is something which we take, by the way, to all those good things, but it's fine, it's like Nafil Salah for example. You do it very good, you don't do it too, you know, big big deal. Whereas if this tazkiyah doesn't take place, as mentioned earlier, even the good actions will become bad. And even the good actions that were done correctly too might get lost. Because that concern won't be there. Who am I hurting? Who am I trampling? Who am I offending unduly? And whose rights am I usurping? This life carries on. So we need to become very, very concerned about this tazkiyah. And the process which Allah Ta'ala has made from the time of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba that as we discussed in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, it was that companionship of Musa salam in that instant transformed these people into such great personalities. That's sohba. Companionship. Joining the company of those who, whose company will be a benefit to us in Tazkiyah. This is the system that it has happened all throughout the ages. The sahaba kiram with Sahaba because of Sohbah. Because of being in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that was the basis on which a person became a Sahabi. That he was in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the condition of iman, for whatever brief moment also. And like that, this will carry on to the qiyamah. So we have to keep ourselves in the right environment, in the right company, and make an effort on our hearts. When the heart has been corrected, then everything else will fall into place. And if the heart is not corrected, then as mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, إِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّهُ Then the whole body will be corrupted, the eyes will be corrupted, the tongue will be corrupted, the ears will be corrupted, hands and feet will be corrupted, and we'll still be appeasing ourselves that I'm okay, I'm fine. That will be an effect of the corruption. That the person will be in that deception. So we have to make sincere tawbah, come back to Allah wa ta'ala. The times are very, very sensitive and volatile as we go along. No more the days where we could have taken things very casually and, well, things will happen, carry on. It was never a case of taking things casually that no time warranted it. But now is all the more necessary that we can't take things for granted. The signs that we are seeing repeatedly are so, in such quick succession. This is meant for us to take an ibrad. And things are happening so quickly, and every other day we are being shown some sign which we didn't see previously. And this is the time to take a lesson, take an ibrad, come back to Allah wa Taala. The most important thing is giving up sin, giving up haram, sins of the eyes, sins of the ears, sins of the tongue, and then correcting our akhlaq, because this also results in sin in so many different ways. Correcting our akhlaq, because this is the most important thing on the scales of good deeds. مَا مِنْ شَيْءٍ أَثْقَلُ فِي مِزَانِ الْعَبْدِ الْمُؤْمِنِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ مِنْ خُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ
the weightiest thing on the scales of good deeds is good akhlaq. Allah Ta'ala give me the tawfiq also. Allah Ta'ala bless us all with the tawfiq of acquiring this tazkiyah, making an effort for it. This doesn't happen by just thinking about it, dreaming about it. We have to make an effort, effort in dua, effort in getting ourselves associated and linked to whoever we might find that munasabat and compatibility with, who can guide us, who can help us, and correct our lives. Correct our lives, whatever things need to be cleansed out, we make an effort to cleanse it out. Where we are lacking, we make an effort to start inculcating those qualities. Inshallah, this will become a means of protection for us in dunya already, of barakat in dunya, and akhirat then Allah Ta'ala's great bounties and blessings, inshallah, will take us to Jannah. Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهنه La ilaha illallah 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 
ذكرون ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين 
نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين إله العالمين يا الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah Allah forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah alamin guide us to your pleasure ya Allah guide us to your pleasure ya Allah save us from everything that incurs your displeasure ya Allah Allah alamin full our hearts with iman and yaqeen ya Allah Allah bless us with tazkiyah ya Allah purify our hearts ya Allah purify our hearts of all the evils and vices ya Allah Allah fill our hearts with all the noble qualities ya Allah Allah make us among those who ya Allah you love ya Allah make us among those who love you ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah remove the love of dunya from our hearts ya Allah remove the love of sin and vice from our hearts ya Allah Allah put the love of salah in our hearts ya Allah put the love of the Quran sharif and tilawat in our hearts ya Allah the love of zikr and dua ya Allah the love of the amal of deen ya Allah the love of the efforts of deen ya Allah ilahul alamin accept us in our progeny to qiyamah for the khidmat of deen ya Allah with ikhlas and afiyat Ya Allah with qabooliyat Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah cleanse our hearts from the pride from the malice from the jealousy from the greed from the lust Ya Allah from all the evils Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen from uncontrolled anger Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah fill our hearts with yaqeen Ya Allah fill it with taqwa Ya Allah fill it with humility Ya Allah fill it with generosity Ya Allah fill it with forgiveness Ya Allah with compassion and kindness Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen with all the sifat of iman Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah Ya Allah grant us khushu and khudu in our salah Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah grant us a tawfiq of reciting the Quran Sharif daily Ya Allah keep us forever in your remembrance Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah save us from all the evils and vices Ya Allah Ya Allah beautify our akhlaq Ya Allah bless us with the noble akhlaq of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ilahul Alameen bless us with his beautiful mu'amalat and mu'asharat Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen all those are sick give them shifai kamila ajila mustamirra daima Allah remove every trace of their ailments Ya Allah Allah those are financial difficulties remove it with afiyat Ya Allah Grant barakat in each one's risk Ya Allah Plant halal and tayyib risk Ya Allah Abundance with barakat Ya Allah Allah save us from every kind of haram Ya Allah Save us from what is doubtful Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen save us from ever stretching our hands out to anyone but you Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah Grant afiyat to one and all Ya Allah In their risk Ya Allah In all their matters of dunya and akhirat Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen we beg for your afiyat Ya Allah Allah grant us afiyat in deen ya Allah grant us afiyat in dunya ya Allah Allah we are too weak ya Allah Allah save us from tests and trials ya Allah Allah don't put us through tests and trials ya Allah Ilahul Alameen grant us total afiyat ya Allah Ilahul Alameen ya Allah Allah keep us forever in your obedience ya Allah Ilahul Alameen ya Allah all those who asked us to make dua for them all who have raised their hands to this dua Ilahul Alameen fulfill each one's dies needs ya Allah fulfill each one's pious aspirations ya Allah remove each one's difficulties Difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Allah grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of
of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Allah save us from it, Ya Allah. Save the entire Ummah from it, Ya Allah. Allah remove all these evils and vices, Ya Allah. Allah remove the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Allah protect Masjid Al-Aqsa, Ya Allah. Protect all the Masajid and Madaris and Makatib, Ya Allah. Protect all the efforts of Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah grant every khair and barakat, Ya Allah. Keep us with afiyat, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب